This episode is one of six podcast episodes dedicated in loving memory of my late father, Iman Sibanda, a father, a teacher, an inspiration, and a legend. Rest in eternal peace, big man. Love and miss you always. Potent forever. Yeah, you know. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah. I listen. I started out on the pavement Bitch you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad huh Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to and welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people and motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. I'm your host, Takura, and today I'm joined by a very good friend of mine and fellow aerospace brother in arms who's ventured into technology himself. His name is Gurneet, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show, Gurneet. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Takura. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's an honor to have you on a podcast. I'm pretty sure you've been on other podcasts before, have you? Or is this like your first? No, this is my first one. So let's see how it goes, I guess. Yeah, man, it's exciting stuff in you. The first of many, I'm pretty sure of it. Right. So, you know, we'll jump into it and we'll go ahead with the questions. You know, can you tell our listeners, you know, a bit about yourself, you know, what you're currently doing and what you get up to in your free time? So, about myself. So, born in India, raised in London, and uh, currently moved out to Switzerland for a new job. So, graduated in aerospace engineering a few years ago, and completely ventured into an opposite direction and uh, started doing uh, programming, which has been quite a bit of a challenge so far, so, um, if I must say so. But saying that, I enjoy it a lot. In my free times, I love to code, code them out while I do work. Other than that, do a bit of martial arts and archery and gym. That's amazing, man. And and I can see, you, you know, you're keeping yourself active with that. And it's all right with the whole aerospace and programming. It's not necessarily like a different direction because you know how they say life isn't a straight line and it's got curves and it's got bends and stuff. So I'm glad to see, you know, you ventured into something new and, you know, you're making the most of it. You know, uh, do you, when you program, right, I'm, I'm curious to know, do you like play music like a particular type of music whilst you're coding or you just code and like, you know, make programs and stuff? Depends on the day, really. So there's um on YouTube and Spotify, they have this really cool playlist called Lofi Hip Hop. So uh, that's it's it's really calming music. And then there's a few other ones that are just jazz music. It's just some background noise, really. Sometimes I listen to a bit of podcast. Sometimes uh, just no music at all, just straight in the zone. All right, fair enough, bro. And you know, probably one day when this when this episode is up, you know, you'll be listening back to yourself whilst you're coding. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> right man and so you know with that you know we'll, we'll move on to the next question you know and what would you say is your passion and what do you love most about it about my passion i'm not gonna lie it probably is coding right now i'm so in love with it i say love like it's all i do every day probably 18 hours a day i just code so that is it's become one of my passion it literally has become my life hopefully i keep at it hopefully i keep getting better at it that is literally my passion yeah, and I'm pretty sure you will, bro, because, you know, you've been doing it for a substantial amount of time now. And I know there's the 10,000 hour rule. So you're well on the way to becoming a master, you know, a sensei, and probably you might end up, you know, helping others learn how to program a lot quicker. So I think that's what part of passion, right? So you've got to do something that you actually enjoy. Because I enjoy the challenge of it, it just sort of comes to me. 
Yeah, bro. And, and I agree that, you know, with the programming, because I could relate to you on that, because the last time I ever did programming was A-level. And I don't know if we ever talked about this, like, during uni time. You know, we done MATLAB at uni. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely horrible. <laughs> that is not even programming. Yeah. Oh, but MATLAB, I think I guess MATLAB was one of those where you could watch, like, a couple of uh, tutorials and, you know, you, you figured out how to, do, how to do one specific thing and you, you're, like, you're gassed about it, like, you're getting really excited because, you know. That's it. I'm the next Zuckerberg now. <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah, bro. Now we're, we're watching your growth and, you know, we're happy to see that happen and can't wait for you to get there, man. So, you know, we'll, we'll move on to the next question, bro. And it's a personal question as well. And, you know, who would you say has inspired you and made a positive impact on you? So there is one person that comes always comes to mind. So when I first started my career as a software development, it wasn't really a software development sort of um, line. But one of the senior developers there, Richard, he's self-taught. So he's probably been coding for 30, 40 years, right? And he's just a person that's so inspiring because of what he's done with his life in the past 40 years and how he teaches you. It sort of made me want to learn more and get better because he's he calls himself an um, auto-detect, which means self-taught. And and not just self-taught in programming, but in so many other things. And because of that one reason, or one many reasons, actually, he sort of made me want to pursue this sort of career. So, you know, I guess it's that powerful element of teaching, isn't it? You know, when they take you under your wing and, you know, you're learning from, they're giving you every single part of the plan and every single brick to lay your road in terms of learning and development. And then that helps you enhance your desire to to be a better programmer and also be a great teacher to somebody who will come along in the future and want to learn programming from you so that's that's a really really powerful story bro and you know shout out to richard if he ever gets to listen to this i'm pretty sure you'll share it with him as well you know thank you for teaching my bro and uh you know wish him all the best he'll probably palm me off ah (laughs) he's a really strict guy he makes so many jokes but yeah, now that's good, man. I mean, it, it's good to have, you know, you've got that kind of person around you and it, it really helps like your development as well. Yeah, exactly. I think every, I think I think everyone should have a mentor at one point in their life, right? That can always teach them a few things that they've learned along their life. Exactly. And you pick things up that you would never have thought of before. Exactly. Yeah. So you can just talk to him about it. It doesn't have to be around um, a specific thing. It could just be about anything. I talk to him about coronavirus all the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear that, bro. I hear that. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, bro, what would you say in everything you've gone through, you know, what, what experiences have you gone through that have shown you that positivity still exists in the world and in people? positivity in the world well you can see it in so many ways right now right it's like you see the current condition of the world and you just like everything like so you look at climate change right so many people are changing for the better of the world right mm-hmm. even they could be greedy they could mess up the environment but now nah, they're just trying to change their ways right do their part and you can see in america as well what's been happening um, with the black lives movement so everyone getting together so that that was across the world so it went from America, it was in Europe, it was in um, in the East as well. And just like every little thing's like so much stuff has been changing in the world recently with coronavirus as well, everyone helping out as a community. So I think there's so much positivity in the world right now, especially that's been clouded by all the negativity. But we're nearly at a point of nuclear war, apparently got a virus going on, a pandemic going on, everyone's stuck at home, but you just got to look for that little glimmer of hope. 
exactly exactly bro and i agree with you like like you said with with everything that's happening and it, what's happening in the world like the, these events are showing you know the, in, in some cases it's showing the bad but in a lot of cases it's also showing a lot of the good in people you know people and businesses are moving towards a more sustainable model for climate change the positive response towards like equality and you know equal treatment for the black lives matter movement and also as well with covid like covid is also showing that you know there's a lot of people with humanity who want to help out and support other people so that's really really important for all of us and you know i think it's it's one of those where i think a lot of the time it gets overlooked but you know like you said it's, there's a lot of positivity in the world and I, and i can't disagree with with you anymore like you you've, you've hit the nail on the head there so you know we'll, we'll move on to the next question and obviously this is this is around like you know your work and how you've progressed and stuff and how you've built yourself up and you know can you tell our listeners like how you overcome challenges that you faced before like when you've been obviously it could be through uni or at work or with anything else really I think with everything, especially with challenges, one has to be sort of subconsciously always thinking about how to overcome that challenge. So like right now, my greatest challenge has been moving countries to Switzerland, right? I've got to learn uh, Swiss German. Apparently, it's completely different to German. And if I want to venture out somewhere else around Switzerland, I need to learn French because one part of Switzerland is speaks French, other part speaks German. So overcoming that challenge is going to be a bit of a interesting one because uh, to be honest, I don't really want to learn a new language. But let's see how that goes. One of the biggest challenges right now right, is when I moved to Switzerland, two days later, there was a lockdown in Switzerland. Right? So around Europe, there was a lockdown. Around Switzerland, there was a lockdown as well. Right? So I couldn't go out. Couldn't meet anyone. Right? Couldn't get any furniture. So here's me just sitting here in my flat, basically doing nothing for two weeks, just waiting. Right? But we've overcome it. It's been two weeks. Lockdown's gone. Got myself a brand new desk. Got some new sofas. And uh, here we are. Yeah, man. And I think, you know, to to start with, you know, with when you're saying like the challenges of, of like in Switzerland with the language and stuff like, yeah, I also like saw that, you know, you you learn Swiss German uh, and some parts you have to speak French. And I think towards the south, you have to speak Italian as well. Oh, don't tell me that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Yeah, so towards the south, like <laughs> I was, I was doing this because when I was looking like for for jobs and stuff, like they just telling me in certain parts, like you can speak English, and then in in other parts, you know, there's Swiss German, then there's a French, and then there's Italian as well, because they're all border Switzerland borders all those countries. So <laughs> it's quite interesting that now now you have another language to learn on top of it. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a fun year, right? Yeah, exactly. But you know, the fact that you have studied, you know, the, an engineering degree, and you know, me and you have seen the rough and tough and we've seen the good and the bad i'm pretty sure you do well with the language and it's i think it's you just need to learn it to what intermediate level like a b1 i'm just gonna learn how to say hello and after that i'm just gonna be like do you speak english no okay bye yeah <laughs> absolutely man you might, you might just learn how to also say like i don't speak german i don't speak french i don't speak this can you please help me can you please speak in english and i think that's a good icebreaker as well and you know I'm, I'm actually amazed like how you got through two weeks of lockdown as well you know without anything like you said your flat had no furniture you would literally couldn't go out you couldn't do anything and you know the fact that you've managed to in that time you managed to keep yourself busy and you kept yourself productive as well and, you know that says a lot man and that's really really encouraging because you know you found yeah you know what? Switzerland is a beautiful country, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many hills here. So you can easily spend two weeks just hiking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just walking around, just enjoying the views. And that's literally what kept me through it. Yeah, so that that's what you did then, like, for the two weeks? Basically, and played PS4. Ah, nice, man. 
Ah, yeah, the gang. Yeah, bro, I, I miss playing PS4, to be honest, because it's been a while. But, you know, hopefully at some point in the future, you know, I'll be, I'll be back on it, and then we can do some squad battles and not COD, because I suck at COD. All right, cool. No COD for you, then. We'll do something easy for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, going back to the podcast and the questions, man, and I think that the next question I think you're going to really like because, you know, it encompasses everything, you know, you, the challenges you face and obviously like with the journey you've gone from, you know, moving to the UK, then growing up in the UK and then studying and completing your degree and stuff, you know, obviously in between everything that we do, you know, in, in certain scenarios, you know, there's trials and tribulations. So there are wins and there are also some defeats as well in there. So I want to get your take on what you think is the most valuable thing about failure valuable thing about failure i think failure is i think failure is beautiful right like the more we fail the more we grow and one thing about failure is just you've got to learn to accept that you have technically failed right you were expecting one thing and something else happened you're expecting a stars in your a levels and you got all c's you got d's but how do you move on from that how do you grow that's one of the main things about failures right is to subconsciously always think about what you did and what you can change right because rather than sulking for a month two months that's not going to change anything but it's about taking actions to grow on your weak spots to recognize your strengths and to take action exactly bro exactly and i think with that you know you failure in itself it's a feedback session isn't it because you're learning what works what doesn't work and the taking accountability and ownership for that that helps the development as you you you, you get better and you and you grow as well because you've learned quite earlier on that okay this doesn't work i need to find other ways of doing it so you become multi-dimensional in how you take on challenges and you find solutions and stuff Exactly. And it's not always about just like your career or certain challenges, right? It can be failures in your hobbies. It can be failures in your relationships. It can be failures in just literally in anything in life. But it's just learning to grow from that failure, learning to understand how to improve either yourself or the situation around you. Exactly, bro. Exactly. You know, I agree with you, man. And it's, it's about encompassing all of those things and then using that to build a better you each time it happens. Yes, exactly. So, you know, with that, man, and, you know, the next question as well, as you, I know you're, you're passionate about your programming right now. And, you know, you earlier on, we, we spoke a bit about, you know, what you're looking to do, like going forward. But you know, what would you say excites you about the future going forward? Definitely technology, right? I think we're kind of in like a bit of a bit of a phase where we're going to have a sort of a tech boom. You know, in um, sort of pull back an arrow and you just wait for it to let go, right? That's what we're about to experience in the next mm -hmm. few years with Tesla, SpaceX, going to Mars. I'm not sure if you've heard about Neuralink. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a, an interesting one. It's basically a chip that you put in your brain. And you can stream music and you can do other stuff with it. But even on a smaller scale, right? So we're gonna have we're gonna see a lot of companies go in moving towards the cloud. We're gonna see five G, we're gonna see autonomous cars, we're gonna see autonomous planes. There's just so much in the tech that's about to change. I think in the next five years it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you, man. I think I think technology itself like it continuously grows. It's growing at a rapid rate. So, and it's improving things as we go about. So, you know, you're right with like uh, Tesla and, and SpaceX and stuff. Because I've actually, like, I'm keeping a close eye on how Tesla are doing. And, you know, they're growing like. They're balling, man. They, their stock prices have absolutely shot up in the past two, three months. Exactly. Exactly. And I think as well, like, if, if, you, if you look at it, because everyone is now looking to move towards a sustainable ecosystem and, you know, making the most of resources and being more efficient, 
you know, Tesla is going to be a big part of that, you know, with lower emissions in terms of like cars and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see where SpaceX gets to as well, because I think I think Elon Musk has got a lot, got a lot up his sleeve, man. And I'm excited to see how he how he does it. But, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, about the Neuralink thing, you know, if you could tell me more about that, because I, I, it's the first time I have heard about it. So being able to stream stuff from a chip in your brain. Wow. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, it's actually another side project of Elon Musk. So guys doing everything, but apparently it's a chip. So they, 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 I think they're in prototype stage right now. They might be on release. I'm not sure. I need to check up. But it's apparently a chip that goes inside your ear. So I think back of your ear, right? And you can stream music, listen to podcasts, just with your thoughts as well, right? I think with your thoughts, use Google, Google Translate. I don't know, endless stuff here yet. But let's see how that goes, right? So either that turns out good, or if that gets hacked, your brain gets hacked. Oh yeah, that's that's something that's going to be. I think a lot of people are going to question that, and um, I think it it reminds me in, in in many in many cases of like Black Mirror and some of the episodes that were on there, like with the technology and like the chips and stuff, like where you could actually delete memories and oh man, like how. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's the scary part of it, right? Imagine you're listening to a podcast or listening to some music and just an ad pops up, right? And you can't do anything about it. Can't turn it off because it's in your brain. Oh, man. Imagine the amount of ads. You'll probably become an ad yourself. <laughs> Oh man, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of thought that goes into it. But I think I think at that point they'll probably say like I think ads will probably have to keep them off like people's brains and stuff because as it is, you know, we see a lot of ads on our phones and stuff because of cookies and Pixel and all of that. So if you add that to your brain as well, man, man, oh man, we're gonna be living in an ad world. We we technically already do. Oh yeah, true, true, true. I guess it's what we do with that we could probably make the most of the ads, like you know, in in a position where we promote our ourselves and all like other things that are beneficial that can be beneficial to other people as well. That we we can create ads for that as well, or maybe ads that like are educational for people. Let's see. That, that's a whole that's a whole different topic there. Oh yeah, of course, man. I, I think I think we because I've got off topic now, but like you know how our degrees kind of taught us to flipping think on the spot and start brainstorming so that's where i've gone to man <laughs> so you know as we get back so as we get back on track bro you know what what would you say helps you stay focused and productive when you're completing an activity so one thing i have is that i like to use right is i have an hourglass so a sand clock right and it's 20 minutes long so if i need to stay productive i'll just quickly flip it and i know for that 20 minutes i can't procrastinate until that hits zero and i sort of use that as a as a trigger to sort of help me stay productive i use music as well like we talked before something that just that doesn't sort of override your mind so you can stay a bit productive do what you're doing and then you have something in the background just to keep you focused yeah 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 oh that's interesting man i mean i think like the fact that an hourglass is there i didn't know that it you know it's, it's 20 minutes each side or is it is it is like I'm, I'm pretty sure the design is different because bigger ones will probably take a bit more time in it yeah so it depends on the ones you get right so you get hour ones you get five minutes ones i got myself a 20 minute one because i know for 20 minutes that's something doable yeah 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 staying productive for a whole hour is a bit difficult for me so 20 minutes five minutes procrastination 20 minutes five minutes procrastination 
Yeah, I mean, it makes sense as well, bro, because you're not, you're not working too long a period and you're giving yourself, ad, you know, a lot of breaks in between as well because, you know, the, the focus, our focus, we tend to get distracted quite a lot. And, you know, the fact that you've found a way to keep yourself focused for a fixed amount of time and then have a break and then get back into it, it helps build up your productivity as well. So that's a new one. And I should definitely give that one a try. Yeah, definitely. I've seen a few TED Talks as well, and they've sort of recommended similar things, right? So the maximum, according to one Mm. TED Talk, was the maximum a human brain can stay productive for is 45 minutes. If you're revising or if you're doing some work, 45 minutes is the maximum you can be productive for, right, without your mind wandering off. So I think it's just you've got to figure out what works for you and then go with that. Yeah, it is interesting, man. I think you also know about, like, on social media, the average span of, of somebody who looks at a post is about eight seconds. Yeah, exactly. You quickly flick through Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I'm learning something every day now. So, you know, with that, man, and, you know, with, with a lot of the stuff, you know, you've worked on with the programming and like what you've said, what you've used to stay productive with the hourglass, you know, can you tell our listeners, you know, how you handle periods of stress? And if you've got like a, an example that helps, that shows like how you've effectively handled the situation that may have been stressful? Handle stress. I don't know if I'm the right person for this, because to be honest, I, I thrive on stress, man. I love it. Like I, I might complain sometimes a lot. Oh, I'm bare stress and bare stress, but to me it gives me a pump, right? And that's when I'm like properly focused and properly efficient in doing my work. When I have a bit of stress on my back, but that's that's me, right? But for others, I'd say like if you do get stressed too much, you need a way to like completely distract your brain, right? So it could be either going for a walk, meditating, which I do a little bit as well. To if if I'm a bit too stressed, going on run or going to the gym, but like just something. For your brain to just completely divert so you're not thinking about whether it's work whether it's about your relationship or debt i don't know whatever's stressing you out right yeah 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 now i agree man it's it's important for us to not get too into what's stressing us and actually take a break to you know take a step back distract ourselves because in that time you know subconsciously we're working out solutions in our head and by the time we go back to what was stressing us you know we found a solution for it i agree with you on, on the on the going one walks out and putting yourself in a different environment altogether helps your your brain and helps your senses as well i tend to also like reach out and, and speak to people as well so if you ever see me drop a random message to you like uh anytime man you know <laughs> It's a way of me like reconnecting and also a way of you could also help me find a way of overcoming that challenge by, you know, by inputting what you think. Because a lot of the time we have our own way of thinking, but we wouldn't have thought of a solution in a way that you would have thought of. So it's it's slightly different and it adds variation to our way of thinking as well. Exactly. And let me just drop some advice that Richard once gave me, right? If you're ever stuck or if you're ever like, get, if you're ever extremely stressed, right? Learn how to juggle, right? You could be five minutes, could be 10 minutes, right? But when you juggle subconsciously at the back of your brain, your brain's in, it's processing, whatnot, and it will figure out a solution for you. So learn to juggle. It's fun. Bring up in interviews, bring it up in podcasts like I just did now. And it's just bring it up in parties, man. It's just fun. Exactly, man. I think I'd definitely also, I'd also give that a try because I don't think I can juggle. But, you know, it's, it's worth, it's, it would be interesting to actually try and juggle. How many can you juggle at like at one time? How many items? three macro i'm not good at it yet all right so confirm like when you start out you start out with one and then you do two and then obviously that's just when you start incorporating the third one and then you end up like 
yeah, it's like riding a bike, right? So first few times you're going to flop, but then after you've learned how to ride a bike, you know how to ride a bike. So once you learn how to juggle, get it right, that's it. You know how to juggle. Yeah, amazing, man. And that would definitely be interesting to, to actually try. don't know if my coordination would work, but I'm pretty sure some of our other listeners who've got excellent coordination, I recommend you take on what Gurney has just said and, uh, you know, give juggling a try. I'm pretty sure you enjoy it. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question, bro. And um, what, what would you say are your strongest qualities and which one of these would you like to teach somebody who would be interested in learning? strongest qualities right i think one of the strongest qualities i've sort of picked up personally i think i've sort of learned evolved into is just being able to take criticism because i feel like a lot of, especially in this world right we get a lot of uh, people who just you say one thing and they'll completely flip out on you like oh what do you mean what do you mean but it's once like being able to take in criticism right because it's for your own growth as well and not being able to take criticism personally but being able to learn from what x person is saying and maybe take into consideration right and see if you can improve that about yourself. So I've, I've taken it into my career, taken it personally, just learning from it. So if someone says anything negative about me nowadays, I just brush it aside. I learn from it. I think a lot of people can learn from that as well. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And uh, I think even even in, in circumstances like this with the, you know, when, when you go into digital content stuff, so whether it's a podcast or YouTube or anything, you have to keep yourself open-minded to what other people will say. Because like you said, you know, feedback, there's good feedback and obviously there's bad feedback. And you want to focus on taking in both, but not taking it personally, like you said. So using each one to your advantage and, and making the most of it. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting one. You'd like to teach um, another person. The bit, I guess it also like it helps your listening skills as well because you know when you start to listen more, you you become as they say. I've I've read this somewhere. If you listen more, you're able to gel with new people and become a great team player and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And you're also able to like sort of understand their opinion as well. The more you listen, whether it's feedback via comments or in speech, if you can understand what their opinion is, you can understand their side of the story. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. And you've got you essentially like you 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 now understand their way of thinking. So when you work with them again, you you have a full understanding of okay, this is how person X thinks, right? And you're like, okay, I'm pretty sure person X has got. So definitely look at it this way, which helps us develop our idea in this way. And then you you still find more and more ways to work better with others and to take what other people have said to you and and make it better for for everyone because you're taking everyone's opinion into consideration. Exactly. Just just to give like a quick example on that, right? So one of my first projects I was working on was um, for doctors and nurses, right? And doctors and nurses are they're always in a fast-paced environment, right? And if they don't like something, they're going to straight up bluntly say, oh, no, I don't like it. It doesn't work for me, right? And the amount of times my ideas failed with them, right? You can't even count it. But from that, I've learned that what they were saying was essentially making my product better. I guess that's the art of Agile as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's part of Agile, yes. So uh, you got to keep changing to what your client wants. Exactly, man. It could save a lot of us a lot of time as well. And and I can I can understand where you're coming from, where you're working with somebody who wants something to work a specific way, and you you get you design it that way. But you could also add in a few things that could make it slightly better. It's that it's that process of of convincing them why it's better. So you know, we'll move on to the next question as well. And you know, as uh, I see that you know, when when you're taking criticism, you know, that's a very good skill you want you could teach 
you know, somebody who would be your understudy and you like the sensei and he's the, the student type of thing. But is there anything, you know, you would like to learn going forward, you know, to enhance and develop yourself? As myself, so personally, I think I'm always lacking skills, right? There's in tech world, there's so many different technologies out there. I can't learn them all, right? So it's a skill, the skills that I'm lacking because obviously I don't encounter them, but it comes with time, right? So um, in terms of technology, it's just going to take me time to learn most of them and um, come with it. So a few skills that I'm missing. Actually, there is one thing, right? I've been saying it for the last five months. I want to learn how to ride a motorbike. I'm in Switzerland. I'm in Switzerland, right? Beautiful roads here. I need to learn how to ride a motorbike. That's one thing I'm going to make sure I get I get done in the next few months is to learn to ride a motorbike and get myself a nice cruiser. All right, yeah. So have you thought of like uh, what type of bike you want to get? I think the only bike I know is a du- is a Dugari, if I pronounced it correctly. Pretty sure you, you're probably going to go something along those lines, but very a, a lot more simpler. I'm thinking more of a, more of a cruiser. Okay, so that must be exciting. So uh, more more Harley Davidson style, you know, get a leather jacket on, or a fake leather jacket actually, <laughs> get a fake leather jacket on, get a skull on the back of it. Oh man, that, that sounds cool, bro. That sounds cool, man. I can I can sense the excitement in, in in you wanting to do that. I just need to go out and actually learn. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do, do you know how long it might take you? I'm hoping a couple months. I'm hoping a month maximum, right? And then I can get back and just practice on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you may you may know this because I, I from earlier on you mentioned that you watch a lot of TED talks, but there was a TED talk about a guy who said you can learn something in twenty hours of doing it. So you learn how to do it in 20 hours, but obviously you become a master of it after like uh, 10,000 hours. In 10,000 hours. How many how many days is 10,000 hours? I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. That sounds like a lot. All right. So apparently that's 41 days. 400 days, sorry. The to 10,000 hours. So just over a year. That's a lot. Of that's a long time to master something. That's a lot of time, yeah. But I mean, I think it's one of those where if once we start, the sooner we start it, you know, the quicker we learn. But before like anything else happens, let me ask you the last question, which is what inspiring words would you tell our listeners who are looking to improve themselves? To improve themselves, right? Okay. I think one thing, right, is especially about self-growth, right? I think to understand or to, to improve, right, it has to come with change, right? And you have to accept your sort of shortcomings, right? I see a lot of people, they want to take the short path to money, right? Like the goal is money. The goal is having a million pounds in the bank, having X amount of money in the bank. I think as humans, we've taken, we've become really materialistic rather than going towards happiness or doing something that makes us happy. We're doing something that gives us that short term happiness, right? So I think just for everyone, right, especially because we're all on this like little journey of, of our lives, right? For me, I think the purpose is of life is to be happy. And that's not, it's not when I'm 60 or when I'm 40 or when I'm, it's, it's today. How do I make myself happy today? And that's to do something that I enjoy. So if you're going to do something, whether it's your career, whether it's your hobbies, or even in your personal life, right? relationships it has to make you happy if it's not making you happy then just cut it out and that is my wisdom to your to your listeners awesome man thank you thank you for dropping them gems bro and yeah i think you've you've hit the nail on the head like it's it's happiness and self-satisfaction above anything else really because you know when you're happy doing what you're doing and you know you feel that you've you've reached a certain level in your, your 
obviously we encourage continuous growth and stuff but you know when you're happy like doing what you're doing and you feel like you're on a steady growth path and you're getting better and better you know that's the most important thing so yeah I think when you're doing something that you enjoy as well, after a while, the money will eventually come, right? That's just a side goal. Key goal is to enjoy what you're doing every day of your life. There was something I um, can't remember where it was from, right? But um, so the guy used to wake up and uh, he said, what if today is my last day of, of my life, right? Now, would you want to spend your last day of your life doing something that you hate or something that you enjoy? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Probably prefer doing something I enjoy. <laughs> I think everyone would do something that they enjoy. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like like everyone, you've you've heard the wonderful gems that Gurney has dropped for us in, in the final part of today's episode. And, you know, with that, you know, we've reached the end of another great episode here on the Potent Podcast. Thank you all for listening in and reaching the end of the show. I'd like to thank my guest and very good friend, uh, Gurney, for coming on. Thank you, Gurney. Yeah, no worries, man. Anytime. You know, and uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of the things you've said to everyone now, a lot of the listeners will take on board and actually try using an hourglass to stay productive or other things as well, like going out into the mountains and, you know, enjoying the views and stuff. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and YouTube. Till the next episode, be well and take care. Chief. Gonna win, young princes will be kings. Oi, oi, sit down and play your part, leave losses ahead. Start on your mark, get set, then go when you go, it's all quiet. Oi, when I go, it's a riot. Oi, when you speak, it's all silent. Oi, when I speak, you start crying. Oi, oi, head start when I ain't even trying. Listen now, learn to build on the pound, watch the sound, pound for pound. Chief is going for the crown, lost and found, rolling loud. Perform forward slash smoking trees, hold please. Watch the time, be late and see. Connection, onto me, stop messing. Resting, walk on the beat, pedestrian. Teaching the game, no lesson. Preaching the game, no reverend. Flexing, stressing, a serial killer, breakfast. I'm leaving you like Brexit. Watch how the story goes, on the throne like the Holy Ghost. Rebound like a off the post, daily cause you're blind with ghosts. Bro said to me alcohol. I said bring the alcohol. Cool Kevin like a home alone. Music by the Chief.